1: Too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com/therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com/therapy30.
2: Hey, Bill's Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All bills all the time. And now Matt Bovay and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills
0: all year long because it's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bovay, it's always game day in Buffalo. If you're listening, thank you. iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app. We appreciate it. Wherever you pod, you can watch us on video, especially today. Matt's still in his hotel room. He's going to be coming back here yeah. to uh, Western New York. Uh, that's on, our, on my YouTube channel, Sal Sports. It's Sal Sports on YouTube. So, Check it out! Thank you for all the new subscribers, Matt. Do you remember what happened opening weekend two years ago for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, w-
2: yeah, I do actually. We were what was the final score? Was it like twenty something to? It was it was similar, right? In the Bills had like fifteen or sixteen points, twenty-three, 23 to, 16, to sixteen. Yeah, lost and there was Pittsburgh I mean, Steelers lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. There was a blocked punt in that game. Yes. Allen had a couple you know, really bad decisions in that game. It's funny. One of the first things I thought about, you know, I I like to try and be as optimistic as possible. And one of the things that I thought about this morning, and this is so much of a stretch, so please understand that I understand this is ridiculous, but the closest this team has ever gotten to, you know, getting there, I think is 13 seconds. I know they lost in the divisional round not the afc championship round but i think that 13 second team had a chance to win it and that season started with a loss to the steelers at home and we were all like this guy i remember emmanuel sanders having this conversation with us after that week and you know he comes to the bills to join a team that they think is going to win the super bowl and he's like you guys are so doom and gloom he's like listen he's like bad games happen he's like we just played a bad game and they made us pay So I've kind of thought about that a lot after all of their bad losses the last couple of years of being like, okay, we need to put things into perspective. They have the entire season in front of them. I have concerns. I have a lot of concerns. But for the time being, I'll give the team a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, knowing some of the things that they've been able to do the last few years and thinking that they're going to snap their way out of it. Like right now, you have to beat the Raiders. You cannot start the season Mm -hmm. 0-2. So if you beat the Raiders, uh, th- that's a big if, right? Like they just lost to Zach Wilson. I am not putting any opponents and just <laughs> saying like, okay, you should beat them, but you should. And beat hey, you're going to get Max Crosby up. against Spencer Brown. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point. Um, so, you know, if you, if you beat the Raiders and if you beat the commanders, big ifs, but teams that you should absolutely be able to beat, Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Howell. Then you have Miami coming here. And that game is probably for right now first place in the AFC East, and unless the Jets. Well, no, it would be because I think the Jets and the Dolphins play Week Three, so one of those and teams. I, will but have I think to the Patriots loss. and Dolphins play next week. Okay, so there you go. So realistically, you know, you win that game, you're sitting in a good spot. Like I said earlier, though, I, I think Miami now has to be thrilled. With uh, thrilled sounds harsh, given the way. Yeah, yeah. The Jets, you know, and I don't mean
0: to sound like that or no, insensitive no, or I, anything. I get you suddenly they but. have a much much different look at it you know than they did just, you know, 24 hours ago, basically. And, and, right, injuries happen. They're a part of the sport. It stinks. But suddenly you're feeling much better about your chances of playing the Jets twice with Zach Wilson or somebody else. By the way, got the email right after the game about odds on the neck who they're going to sign. There's Matt Ryan on the list. There's Tom Brady on the list. I mean, Mm -hmm. training for Taysom Hill was on there. I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? But it looks like it's going to be Zach Wilson. As you said, I want to go back to that 21 schedule. After they lost to the Steelers 23-16 in a very similar fashion, like you said, they go on the road and shut out the Dolphins the next week, 35-0. Yeah, I, Ironically, they I also played that. Washington week three that year, like they do this year. Yep. Won that game 43 to 21. Then they shut out the Texans 40 to nothing, and then go to Kansas City and win 38 to 20 on Sunday night. Yeah. So and then they score 31 and lose. But the next five games, they scored 35, 43, 40, 38, and 31. I'm not going to sit here and predict they're going to do that necessarily, but there is a point to be made. And I remember Emmanuel Sanders talking exactly about what you said. And it is one game that said, it's been one game around the league this week. I mean, everything we thought we knew kind of went a little bit different in the NFL in week one, you got Kansas city losing. You got Joe Burrow looking atrocious in their offense. Told I know it was in the rain. I mean, I know Josh Allen through the interceptions, but Joe Burrow in that offense just did not look good at all. They go to and mm-hmm. one. And of course the bills do as well. So you have the, um, I always forget the way that Mike, Mike North phrase the Holy Trinity. You. Thank you. You said the Trinity. The Holy, you have the Holy Trinity starting off with a yeah. Trinity of losses. Zero and three.
2: Yeah, nice callback on the Mike North interview. I, yeah. I just, I never would have anticipated the I, the Bills game. We never would have thought. You know, Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Like, if you told me the Bills lost, we were doing this podcast after a Bills loss, I would have thought, okay, well, Aaron Rodgers probably played a great game and they lose a really close one. They lose a really close one, but it wasn't to Aaron Rodgers. That's concerning. The fact that they've lost to Zach Wilson twice, but I would have never expected the Bengals to lose to the Browns. Maybe that's just because I'm a little bit too outside of it. You know, I've talked to people who really like the Browns and they're like, oh no, this team is, their defense is legit. Their defense can keep them hanging around. I think Joe picked them. Joe DiBiase picked him to like win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl or something. Go to the Super Bowl. So clearly there's, and then, you know, the Chiefs, I like the Lions. I think the Lions have upside, but I would have picked the Chiefs. If you asked me on Wednesday to pick these games, I would have said Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. And I would have been wrong on all three of them. So maybe I have no idea
0: what I'm talking about. (laughs) What about the Niners and Steelers? Are the Niners as great as they looked? Are the Steelers as bad as they looked to you?
2: I think the Niners are good. Like really good. And I think that it's just a system that works offensively with really great playmakers that give Brock Purdy a lot of easy decisions to make. You know, I think you have a really, really, really high ceiling when you've got Christian McCaffrey, when you've got Debo Samuel, when you've got Brandon Ayuk, when you've got George Kittle, the list goes on. Those are some serious weapons. So I think it's probably more about the 49ers being good, but You know, Mike Tomlin is a guy that a lot of people say can get the best out of his teams. It's one week for them too, right? So if you're having this conversation in Pittsburgh, you're probably having similar conversations to what we are having here about, well, was it just going against a really elite defense and you had a bad day? Or are there bigger problems? It's a little bit of the same. The Bills just have the, I don't want to say the luxury, but Bills won 13 games last year. They've been to the playoffs. They've won the division three years in a row. So I think there's a little bit more Reason to be confident about them and Josh Allen as opposed to a young quarterback and Kenny Pickett.
0: And obviously, the Miami Dolphins looked fantastic uh, at the LA Chargers 36 34. Well, their offense, actually never, their offense, yeah, their right, offense right. looked they, fantastic. They actually never trailed in this game until they took the lead. But thank you for correcting me because I wanted to ask you about their defense and say, look, the Chargers still put up 34 points against that Vic Fangio defense. So, how, how do you wash that away? Which, okay, you, you're really kind of oh my God, that offense is going to be a nightmare to defend. And then you look and go, wait a minute, though. Maybe you, there's opportunity against that defense you didn't think there was going to be.
2: Tyreek Kill might end up being like the MVP of this season if he <laughs> continues to play at the clip that he's at right now. I I don't know how you cover him. I don't know how you guard him. I saw a couple posts on social media talking about how, you know, the Chargers were doing things perfectly defensively, and yet they still could not stop Tyreek Kill on some of the plays where he broke off the big ones. So – I think you got to be really concerned about that offense in your division. But once again, the biggest questions about the Dolphins are to his health and will he stay healthy for an entire season? We knew what they were capable of when he is healthy. It's will he be available for all of the games? And then defensively, you know, Vic Fangio, we've said it on the podcast, was supposed to be somebody who really came in and solidified things. Well, it didn't look like that against the Chargers. The Chargers are no slouch. Like the Chargers can put up points, they've got a good offense. But, man, I expected more from them. They, they did play well at the end, though. When the Chargers got the ball back, Kristen William, Quis- Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, they all kind of really, really gave the Chargers no chance.
0: Yeah, and the game the night before the Bills played at MetLife, the Cowboys just thrashed the uh, Brian Dable-led New York Giants. And we'll just touch on that because, you know, it's mm-hmm. Brian Dable, Joe Shane, what they're building in there in New York. I look at it similarly, too. I look at the Niners and Steelers. Um, I don't think the Giants are as bad as what they showed. I just don't. I don't think they're really all that great. I think they might take a step back this year. Cowboys look really good, though. It looks like the Cowboys and Niners and Eagles are all going to be wrestling for those top spots in the NFC when it's all said and done.
2: Yeah, I think so. I would say right now, if I had to put them in order, I'd probably go Niners, Cowboys, Eagle. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year. I yep. still like the Eagles. They played a closer game against the Patriots than I would have thought. I mean, if you imagine what if the Patriots would have pulled out that win and every other mm-hmm. team in the division would be 1-0 except the Bills <laughs> and you'd have the Eaves, the Bengals, and the Bills all starting the season with losses. I-, I still like the Eagles. I still think the Eagles have a ton of upside. I mean, I think you would be crazy not to, but I, I just really – something about Dallas, man. They They look like they've got some juice on both sides of the ball.
0: Yeah. Micah Parsons for sure. Um, and, and on the Bengals. do you, if you're, let's say you're doing this show for, it's always game day in Cincinnati, right? I mean, what, Yeah. Well, how concerned are you? That's another, like they're having the same conversation that we're having here in Buffalo for different reasons, maybe, but boy, that just did not go well. You we mentioned Cleveland being a good team, but you look at the Bengals in that game, let me just pull it up. Joe Burrow, 14 of 31 for 82 yards. That was Joe Burrow's number. Yes, I know it was raining. Well, guess what? Deshaun Watson was still 16 of 29 for 154. Um, And then I just want to look at their total output of offense. Bengals offense, six total first downs, 142 yards of offense. That's brutal. That's brutal. I think the weather
2: and also the fact that he was unavailable for almost the entire summer is probably – the reason they looked as bad as they did also combine that against a solid Browns defense. But yeah, I think if you're in Cincinnati, you're probably very concerned. I don't think you're concerned about Joe Burrow, but I think you're concerned about just your offense in general. I, I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll, I believe, didn't they start last year with a loss too? They did. They lost last the, season, to the, season the, opener to oh. the to the Steelers. Exactly. Steelers. Yep. So th- this stuff happens, right? I mean, it's a bigger deal. Well, for them too, it's a big deal for both the Bengals and for the Bills than it is for the Chiefs, because obviously, one, the Chiefs won a Super Bowl, but two, the Bills lost to a division opponent and the Bengals lost to a division opponent. The Chiefs lost to the Lions, right? That's probably not going to kill them down the stretch. So yeah, I mean, reasons to be concerned in Cincinnati, reasons to be concerned in Buffalo, reasons to certainly be concerned if you're a Jets fan, if you're a Chargers fan, like a lot of the teams in the AFC that we thought were going to be kind of in the conversation right now or not. And we'll see if that changes.
0: want to thank Mike Robbie. Always doing a great job. Get us up and running here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Matt, you have safe travels back to Western New York. Uh, the Bills got to lick their wounds and get back after it. They'll have up on Tuesday and then a normal practice week starting on Wednesday. Um, and then it's the Las Vegas Raiders coming to Buffalo. The 1-0 and Las Vegas Raiders coming to Buffalo on Sunday afternoon at 1 yeah. o'clock. As of right now. Looking like a nice day to go to the stadium and tailgate. 70-degree weather, sunshine, looking good so far. But we'll see. Things can change in a hurry, obviously. But looking forward to that home opener. It's always a special day at the stadium in Orchard Park.